This is Alan Keller from the Too Much Effing Perspective podcast, and welcome to Quick Taps, short episodes with short stories for short attention spans. Our theme today is A-list a-holes, spinal tap moments when our guests had to deal with celebrities not on their best behavior. Our first story comes from my friend, Mad TV star Danielle Gaither. While shooting an episode of the show, Danielle got a taste of some very, very bad flavor. We were doing a live audience taping, and one of the sketches, it was a bunch of brothers sitting around talking. And so Flava Flav was in the sketch, and we were all excited. I was a huge Public Enemy fan, so I was super psyched that Flav was there. And all of a sudden, you felt the energy shift. Everyone starts coming out of their dressing room, staring at the monitor, because it was like time stopped. You didn't hear the audience laughing. And apparently, someone had made a Michael Jackson joke. And Flav, before, had had a pre-production meeting where he said, I'm not doing any Michael Jackson jokes. So literally in the middle of the sketch, he was like, no, 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 we got to shut this down. Now we got to cut this right here. That's what it was. That's what drove us all to come out of our rooms. It was like, what's happening? And now you talking about Michael. I'm in the studio with Jermaine right now. I already said Michael Jackson's my G. No Michael Jackson jokes, man. So they apparently got it together. Obviously, they edited it out. I mean, that had never happened the entire time I was there that someone literally yelled cut. So then I, meanwhile, was dressed as Oprah because it was that episode where she was like, you get a car, you get a car. And I was goofing off with the audience with the microphone and I like opened my mouth and kind of tried to stick the microphone in there. So Flav is leaving. He's cutting through the dressing room area. And I was like, I am getting William Drayton III's autograph today. So I said, oh, yeah, I love Public Enemy. I love you. Know, can you give me my autograph? And then he goes, and you the one with the microphone in the mouth. I'm thinking, I did that for half a second. Of course. Of course, that's what he remembered. And I still have the autograph somewhere. <laughs> Our next Spinal Tap moment comes from Second City legend Tim O'Malley, who performed with the likes of Bob Odenkirk, Chris Farley, and Steve Carell. One night in Chicago back in the 80s, Tim apparently did not offer enough cowbell to a guide he was giving a lift to. I'm going to see Time of Your Life, a classic play. Dell Close is playing this lead on the main stage, and another adjoining theater is Hurley Burley. The play stars William Hurt, Harvey Keitel, Jerry Stiller, Sigourney Weaver, Judith Ivey, Christopher Walken, directed by Mike Nichols. So I'm in the bar after Dell's show, and Judith Ivey walks in. I don't know who she is. She's a beautiful woman. She's an actress, you know, and I'm kind of a a little bit of a slut. So, you know, I'm I'm talking to her and, and she's pretty and she's flirting back with me and she said, Tim, could you show me Chicago? Like, take me out somewhere. And I'm like, yeah, I'll take you to the Ginger Man, which was a big after bar up on Clark Street near Metro. And in the middle of our conversation, in, into the bar walks Christopher Walken, starts up a conversation with Judy. 
He seems to want to just talk to her. She keeps trying to introduce me. He's like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to meet this guy vibe going on. And she's like, this is my friend, Tim. I just met Tim. He went to see Dell. You know, Dell Close is. I don't care. Who the fuck is Tim O'Malley? This goes on, I mean, three or four times before he says, I got to get back to my hotel. Judith suggests that we give him a ride to the hotel in my car on a way while we go out. And I'm already nervous. He's like, well, I guess so. I don't know. I, who the fuck is this guy? I mean, that's his like repeated line. So I pull up, you know, in the circle drive with my beat up 79 Catalina, bright yellow with a vinyl top. And he jumps in the back seat and Judith jumps in the front seat and he immediately lights up a joint. It's like, you got no problem with this, right, kid? Like, I don't know why I'm fucking asking you because I don't give a shit. I don't know who the fuck you are. Why am I in this fucking car? He's doing this a lot and interrupting us. And Judith is like trying to apologize for him and saying, he's got the after show buzz going on, but he just keeps, you know, saying, I don't know who this fucking guy is. You got to get me out of this fucking car. We stop in the middle of Michigan Avenue. Judith says, pull over, just let him out. And he's cussing the whole time. I don't know who the fuck you are. I don't know why you're fucking driving. I don't know why I got in the car. I close the door, we drive off. And I never see him again. And our final A-list a-holes spinal tap moment comes from writer Daniel Taplitz, who I bet wished he'd scripted out what he said to this Hollywood legend. I was a young writer and I had written a movie which was going in Montreal. And they decided to fly me out to Montreal for rehearsals. And they put me up in downtown Montreal in a pretty high building, kind of a fancy Radisson or something like that. So I go out and I get into the elevator and it opens and there's Marlon Brando, like as big as a fucking house. I mean, he filled up the elevator and he was wearing a muumuu with a kind of this strange pattern on it. And I get in and there was no one else in the elevator, just me and him and I got in and I desperately wanted to say something, to start a conversation, but I, I couldn't think of a thing. And we're going down, and it was quite a new elevator, and they had this thing where at every floor, it would go bing, 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 to tell you what floor it was on. And we go down one floor, it goes bing, 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 bing. You know, doors open, doors close. For some reason, it was maybe broken, I don't know, it was a kid, but it was stopping on every floor all the way down. The next floor goes down, it opens, it goes bing, 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 closes, you know. And as it's going down, and I'm still desperately trying to come up with the opening line, Brando turns to me, and I can't do the voice. And he goes, what's with the beeping noises? And I go, oh, I, I, I think it's um, I'm, I'm for, the, um, for the deaf people. And as soon as it leaves my mouth, I realize I got it wrong. You know, it's obviously for the blind people, not the deaf people. You know, it's like stupid. And now I literally, I'm in a flop sweat. You know, I don't know what to say. I don't know whether to correct it. And Browning goes kind of like, hmm, okay. You know, and he doesn't say a word. And we go down another floor, bing, 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 bing. Opens, closes, another floor, bing, 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 bing. And still I can't figure out how to correct what I said or even start another conversation with him. 
And finally, we're at the second to last floor and we're heading down to the bottom. And finally, Brando turns to me and says, that's stupid. He's obviously been thinking about it the whole time. <laughs> and uh, at this point, I'm just soaked in sweat. And it gets to the bottom, the door opens, and right in front of us is Robert De Niro. And Brando comes out, hugs Robert De Niro, and then he looks back at me, and I'm still in the elevator. And the door closes, and I just went back up to my room and trained the minibar. Whoa, that is an incredible story. You know, it reminds me of the time I met Bill Clinton the night before the 92 election, the one where he became president. I was staying at my buddy Peter Buffett's mansion in Milwaukee at the time, and Clinton stopped by to film his last commercial there. I guess he must have known Peter's dad, Warren Buffett. Anyway, when the man arrived, he could barely talk. He'd been campaigning so much, and everyone was worried that he would not be able to film this commercial. However, the moment the camera started rolling, he was completely fine. It was amazing. It was even more amazing because as soon as the cameras were off, he went back to talking like this. He could barely say a word. So, you know, I saw this performance and I thought, okay, I'm going to go up to Bill Clinton and I'm going to say something, quote unquote, witty. So I approach the president-to-be and I say, that was a Brian Piccolo performance you gave, sir. Now, in case you don't know, Brian Piccolo was a football player for the Chicago Bears, and he died of cancer. And they made a very famous movie called Brian's Song about his courage and bravery. And it starred James Caan as Brian Piccolo and Billy D. Williams as his friend, Gail Sayers. So, you know, Bill Clinton's older than me. I figured he'd get the reference. But looking at his face, he didn't. He just he just stared at me for what felt like forever. And it wasn't just me and him alone. It was pretty much the entire press corps surrounding us. So I'm sweating this out, just looking at his face and wondering, oh my God, when is the hammer going to fall? But unlike Marlon Brando, Bill Clinton bailed me out. He said, I hope it turns out better than that. Wow. So you see... Not all A-listers are A-holes. Only most of them. Anyway, thanks for joining me for today's Quick Tap. Please like, subscribe, and write a review for our podcast on Apple Podcasts. I'd really appreciate it. And tune in next week when my co-host Alex Hoffman and myself return for more Spinal Tap moments on Too Much Effing Perspective. Although it would be as great as having armadillos in our trousers... This podcast is not affiliated with This Is Spinal Tap, and no person or entity connected with the film has sponsored or endorsed its content. This podcast is not affiliated, sponsored, or licensed by Authorized Spinal Tap LLC or Century of Progress Productions. Too Much Effing Perspective is a Milwaukee Talkies original. I don't think it overstates things to say that the Beatles were the greatest gift to entertainment and culture of our time, a secular religion, if you will, with their universal appeal and demonstrable impact on people's lives. I'm Robert Rodriguez, 
host of Something About the Beatles. With every episode, I speak with historians, musicians, artists, and Beatle witnesses, all in the service of fresh insights into the most joyous cultural entity the world has ever known. I hope you'll join me and listen to Something About the Beatles, now at Evergreen and wherever you get your podcasts. Evergreen Podcast Network.